Hi there, and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna here, and this week we're talking about joyful reflections on approval-seeking behavior. First off, I just wanted to say we know your time is your most precious commodity, so thank you so much for sharing mm. this, this time with us. And if you haven't checked out our YouTube, uh, we've started to add some beginner's yoga videos. So I just wanted to plug that right away in the beginning. If you are newer to yoga or even if you're experienced and just want to, you know, revisit some of the basics, which is always a great idea, uh, go check out our YouTube at The Joyful Rebels. Um, we've got some beginner's yoga videos and more to come. If you've been following us for a while, you know the drill with our format. And if you're new, then usually... Week one, we will talk about a topic, something that's relevant in our lives, something, you know, in that big overarching umbrella of wellness. And then we'll talk about how it might show up in your life and some science back tips and tricks to address it. And so last week, that topic was approval seeking behavior. Then week two, or this current week, we open up and we reflect about it. And if y'all remember way back when we used to throw these all into one longer episode Mm -hmm. and we decided, you know what, we need to give this its own space to really reflect. And so if you're listening, we invite you to do the same. If you had a chance to check out that episode, great. This is your time as well. How did it show up in your life this past week? So for a really quick recap, that approval seeking behavior is when You're looking for approval from others, that external approval. You're asking others to accept who you are or what you've done to believe that it's good enough. Um, And that's usually because we're not providing that to ourselves. And why does this happen? A ton of reasons were offered, you know, maybe your lower self-esteem, maybe it's issues from your childhood. And again, unpacking those might be a great idea, you know, seeking out a mental health professional to go deeper into that. But if you are looking, okay, yes, I do notice I'm seeking approval externally. What can we do about it? We had those four tips for you. And the first was awareness. Can you turn your awareness light on Mm -hmm. and start to notice when you're seeking this approval from someone else in your day-to-day? The second was to celebrate your successes, right? We need to start to build up our own confidence so that we can give ourselves that approval that we've been looking for externally. And so the recommendation for me, um, as you've heard many times and in previous episodes, is that wins journal. The third tip was to enjoy some solitude. So spending some time on your own, appreciating your own company, again, with the idea that you're going to start to trust in yourself more, to be able to give yourself that approval. And finally, we talked about some positive affirmations. Again, along that same line of building yourself up. I am worthy. I am capable. And maybe you picked your favorite one and stuck it on a post-it note and stuck it on your bathroom mirror to just be able to reinforce that idea. Because the more we do it, the more automatic and easier Mm -hmm. that behavior comes. And then we can reap those benefits. So mom, did any of these show up for you or what, (laughs) what happened in your past week? I feel like I had a chance to bundle some of those together, which I love that they rarely show up for me as a single episode, right? And go, that was that. Usually mm-hmm. it's a hybrid. And uh, I've, I've mentioned before, I think that, you know, I'm in a season where I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm not busy, but I, I have um, commitments of things that I'm following through with. So my spare time or extra discretionary time is limited. And that's just what it looks like. 
So for me, when the people pleasing is when somebody asks me for something and I will say yes to it, you know, like I'll be like, yes, of course. Cause there's a part of me that's ambitious. There's a part of me that wants to help. There's a part of me that likes to, you know, when you say yes, if somebody asks you something, you get a chance to see their face and they're excited because they wanted you to do something. So that whole feedback loop, I'm not immune to that. But what I find and what I found this week was that I said no a lot. And, and I don't know if that shows up as like boundaries or saying, you know, like any of that other stuff, but I will look at that because I definitely did not make some people happy where they were like, oh, cause they wanted me to do something. But I absolutely know that I need the solitude to one of those earlier points. Mm. I need to have, create some space to sit with myself in order to keep bolstering that. So I found, I said, no, when I say no more often, I know that I'm keeping that in check, that, that. Um, desire to want to please people, uh, even at a level that I'm not always super conscious about, I think it's there. And then I know that I'm, I have a certain amount of like a minimum of time that I want to spend by myself that I find really rejuvenating. I get to know myself. I don't get like too far away from what's happening with me. Like I get a chance to check in. And so I get, I used a bunch of those things all rolled up into one. And then the affirmation that came to me uh, several times this week was like, I'm enough. Here's where it showed up. Uh, I do love being able to coach one-on-one, although that's, you know, really a a time sensitive thing. And, you know, you can't take like a million clients. So I have, uh, you know, a group of clients that I work with and I've appreciated being with them. Um, but I oftentimes will be quiet as as we're processing because I want to leave some space for them to figure out what's going on. And there's a part of me that would like to say, this is what you should do. This is how it looks. This is what it looks like. And just like, tell them what it is, because then that would make them happy because they don't have to like dig in and figure it out, but it also will make it so it's a thin victory. And I want it to be really sticky. I want it to be where just like, you know, we see it in children when we can tell them things, but when they discover it and they own that they discovered it, it's a bigger deal. It, it goes deeper in their DNA. They have uh, many more uh, feelings of, uh, you know, like of dopamine release. And, and also they just, they feel better because they figured it out themselves. No different for an adult learner. And, and I've realized I have people in my world. I mean, I, I try to do that not only for one-on-one clients, but when I teach yoga and when I teach, you know, cycling and fitness, when I'm with big groups of people, sometimes it's easy to just want to give them what they want. But wh- what do I know? If you're doing some things that are physical and mental, you get more benefit out of it when you're uncomfortable. But to be with somebody when they're uncomfortable means that that is a man, maybe that's a whole nother episode is just holding space for when things are uncomfortable. But I know that that's the truth. And I know that's how people get more fit. And that's how people make more connections, uh, depending on how they tick. So I, uh, I find that the less I talk, the more I hold space, the more I say no to like a bunch of external requests, then I keep that people pleasing in check. Because what I really want, what I really know is that I am enough. My intention is, and even the platform that we have right here, Claire, right? is It's no and low cost resources. So I'm trying to stay true to that in all the ways that I show up in the world. And that means that I'm not going to please everybody in the short run. And I'm not saying my goal is to please everybody. I'm not. But what I, what I am willing to do 
is to create an environment where people can learn and feel better and have access to resources, but they're going to be uncomfortable in some of the discovery. So that's like a lot of concepts altogether. But I wonder if you're listening to this, that you found that too, that it's not always going to be a one for one. I did this thing and this is how I can relate it back. Like these things start getting uh, coupled together because we're complex beings. But I can, I know enough about the topic because we talked about it and it was top of mind that I could recognize it and it falls into that bucket for me. So again, uh, staying true to myself, uh, saying no, because I'm guessing, especially in some seasons, aren't you getting asked to do a ton of things? You can say no and, and do the things that light you up. So people pleasing, I'm not immune to it. I like to be in a relationship where I can see that feedback loop where somebody feels better by some of the things I can say and do but I'm not going to do it at all expense. And I'm only going to do it a short bit because I don't think it's healthy for me to do it any more than that. Did that make any sense? Yeah. I think way back when, in one of our episodes, I talked about how I'd seen like an Instagram video where a woman was doing an art project and it ended up being this really cool spider web. And it kind of started off piece by piece, but then you got to Mm. see it all together. And it, it reminds me of what you're saying because it is. We, we highlight some of these pieces individually, but when you're noticing and you put in the time to notice and you practice being aware in the moment and that mindfulness, mm-hmm. you can start to put pieces together and notice these things working in conjunction. And that might not happen the first time you're thinking about a topic, mm-hmm. but I mean, we've had our heads turned on to these topics now for shoot, nine months. Have we been doing yeah. this? Wow. Quite a while. So Mm -hmm. once you put in that time, then this type of in real time or even, you know, shortly thereafter, you can start to reflect. And I think that's really cool because, mom, I remember you even saying that about one of the topics that in real time you were noticing Mm -hmm. a feedback loop. And I was like, I just remember reflecting like, oh, I'm not there yet. But with some topics, I feel like I am now in real time. And I had I had talked about that in terms of happiness. Like I can in this moment now appreciate what's happening and realize I need to turn off the brain that's trying to think about what's happening in the future and just enjoy the moment. And that, again, comes from us actually noticing, putting in that time and effort. And it's cool. I think that's something that's yeah. contributing to my happiness. And it allows us then, I think... That skill set then of just noticing something, putting your attention on it and seeing how it's showing up in your life, that applies to all the topics then, right? Mm-hmm. So so it doesn't matter what we're talking about. And we've said it before, it doesn't matter if it's a topic, if you read the episode title and you go, oh yeah, this is me 100%. Or if you go, nah, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. even know how that shows up in my life. Um, you, by just having this skill set of curiosity, noticing Mm -hmm. willingness to try some of these tips and then evaluating if they worked or not. That's just something that's going to work for you the rest of your life. So I Mm -hmm. do think that that's really cool that you're noticing that I feel the same way noticing with this awareness. I thought for me in this past week, it was interesting because in terms of the people pleasing, uh, And I had mentioned that yoga in the beginning of this episode that we've got that beginner's yoga. Um, So I have been putting more and more videos up on our YouTube. I love putting yoga videos up, but I'll put up a a longer class and then I'll get a bunch of feedback. Oh, oh, we want a shorter class or I'll put up a shorter class and I'll get feedback from other people. No, we wanted it longer. Or I'll put up a class that's slow and just stretching. Oh, no, we wanted it more cardio based. And it's always and for me, I was noticing 
that I was taking it a little personally, like, oh, shoot, I didn't make this group happy. I didn't make this group happy. Mm. So what I did this past week is kind of take a breath, take a step back. And I was able to notice because it was you had asked mom last week, like, in what situations are you noticing that you're, you know, maybe seeking outside approval or doing this people pleasing? And I was like, okay, it's when I'm trying to plan my classes. I'm worried too much about what people are thinking about it. So instead, again, I took this step back and I was like, who, who do I want to serve? Like what, what Mm -hmm. lights me up here? Who do I think is really going to benefit from this? Because let's be honest, there are, you know, a million and five YouTube videos out there of yoga. So Mm -hmm. what, what do I have to offer? Who do I want to serve? And I'm looking at our offerings and I'm like, okay, it's, it's this beginner stuff. Like I know I have a bunch of friends who are like, we just want to get started on some yoga and we don't know where to start. So here we go. A barrier to entry. You don't want to do an hour class because you're not even familiar with the poses. I'm just going to break down a few, like, let's do it. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, just shared that this week, but really excited to continue along that path. And am I going to get the feedback of, Oh, you know, I already know these poses or, you know, I was, I was looking more for your, your power flow class. Yeah, maybe, but I have to remember, you know, I need that internal approval and validation no, this is making me happy. And as to what you said, mom, what are we about? We're about mm-hmm. offering these low and no cost resources to reach a lot of people. And so if your niche is some of those more, you know, quicker, intense classes, hey, I've got some of those too. Uh, but I, I let's I want to reach out to more people. And so I am really excited about building up more of those beginner yoga classes. Um, also this week, you know, I talk about the wins journal. And if you saw the video from last week, I held them up. Um, that was important to me though, because let me know if you're listening, if this is you, I get a notebook and I'm like, I'm going to dedicate it to this like wins journal. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, and I'm going to put my gratitude in here. And then I'm like, Oh, I need to pick this up at the grocery store later. So then it becomes a place for a list. And all of a sudden it turns into eventually a catch all Mm -hmm. book, which at the time is fine because you know, I need somewhere to write something like, okay, good. But what's the benefit of the wins journal? It's to be able to revisit it, right? We are writing these wins down so we can go read it regularly, or especially if you're feeling down or you need a boost of confidence, you need a reminder that you are awesome, just go pick up the journal and read it. And so it really was, you know, I need to practice what I preach. So I'm like, okay, no, I, this, this journal, this is all it's going to be. I literally put wins journal and giant block letters in the front. And I just have a running list and this week. And what has been cool is it's still on my desk. I see it. I go write like just one thing in a day. And even if it's like so minor, if someone else is reading it, that doesn't matter, right? What what you put in your wins journal, there is no criteria. The criteria Mm -hmm. is was that a win for you? Like there is no level of magnitude, none of that. But now that I have that running list, even when I go to write it, I just glance up at the other ones. So it's that reminder that's right there. So a plug yet again, probably my seventh time plugging it. If you don't have that wins journal, it's it's helpful. I, I enjoy it. I do think that the habit of writing and reading the wins has contributed to the increase in happiness that I felt in the past year that I talked about a few episodes back, Uh, but definitely trying that. And the last thing that I'll mention is the solitude because something that was interesting to me is I don't often get times to go off on my own. I have three littles and my husband works out of town for the whole week. So my situation is me and the kids all week. You know, I try to do things on the weekends, but sometimes what I'll do is I'll go into the bathroom and I'll run the bath 
just a few inches and I'll stick my feet in it. Right. I call it a little foot mm-hmm. bath and I enjoy that. And it's my time doing that. You know, the kids are watching TV or something. And even though I'm not, I haven't left the house, like for me, that counts. And we talked about last week, you know, maybe you're taking a solo trip to Bali, or maybe you're just Mm -hmm. going to Target. I'm going to add, maybe you didn't even leave your house, but you're closed off in your own area. And the last thing I want to say about that is it's not, I do feel like that's a form of self-care because it is helping to, to refill my cup. But I want to say, like, whatever you consider your self-care, if it is the bubble bath or if you're like, no, I yeah. hate bubble baths because you'll read those posts like take a bubble bath. And yeah. you know, for some people it's like, yes. And some people are it's kind of gritty. It's like that's I don't I don't even like those. It's not the fact that I'm putting my feet in a bath that matters. It's the fact that I'm taking the time to choose mm-hmm. to do something that I like to do. So whatever it is that you're choosing to do for your moment or time of solitude, to fill your cup up a little bit, to, to get to know yourself a little bit better, whatever you're doing, that is good. That is great. Keep doing that. It doesn't matter what it is. What matters is that you've taken, like we said in the beginning, that precious commodity, your time Mm -hmm. and chosen to use it on yourself. And I think sometimes I need that reminder and maybe you do too. Yeah, me too. So anything else you want to share from this week, mom? Well, I just took a pregnant pause there because I was like, that made so much sense to me. Like the the ways that uh, I'm not looking for external validation on the things that make me feel good because there's some things that probably wouldn't um, transfer. Like somebody be like, yeah, that's what I would do too. It doesn't matter. The more I get to know myself, the more I get to know the things that I like, the more I get to know what are the things that I can spend a few minutes doing that rejuvenate me. And that is an inside job, guys. It's an inside job. We can be inspired to look inside, but you're going to have to figure out what that is. And that requires experimentation. And we come full circle because that's what we do. We experiment with the things, with topics, with behaviors, with where we've been, with where we want to go. So nothing is ever lost. It's just about being curious and seeing how each day we can feel a little bit better We can do little things that have big results, but we also don't have to um, upend our lives. Like this can coincide with how we live our lives. And I love it because I'm, again, the goal is to uh, make our lives a little better, to make them a little bit easier. And if we can help with any of that, we're certainly going to do that, but we're taking y'all with us. So I hope you don't mind because we're all going and going in that direction. um, And it might look a little bit different, but it's still going to feel good and it's going to feel manageable and it's inspiring. So I appreciate you guys inspiring us in the ways that you do. Uh, Thank you for checking out all the resources. There's more added daily and we will circle up next week. And, um, you know, in the meantime, have a really great week and, and keep filling your bucket and being curious and being awesome till next time rebels. Have a good one.